Previously on the Fable Forge. M- my companion Murdoch rescued me from uh, the um, temple in Winterwold. Uh, was attacked two, two and a half weeks ago. We've been on the run ever since. So, giant wolves. Have you heard of malaria? If if she's harming thing things, that's not something to, to, to be worried about. Okay. But if she's been harmed... Uh, I wouldn't go into those woods anymore if I were you. It just feels wrong to not be able to do something about that. You're stranger than your sister made you out to be. I had this, uh, this strange dream the night before. You were steady in the knowledge of your perfection, that you were complete. Do you think anyone else had this dream? This feels uncomfortably intimate. I've never had the same dreams as my siblings before. I wonder what it means. She goes to step out of the kitchen and there is an earthquake and the mountains to the west are gone. We have a week before this place in its entirety falls into the earth. Is your heart ready to be warmed by friendship? Is your mind ready to be intrigued by mystery? Is your body ready to be awed by magic? Then you're ready for The Fable Forge. No, no one else is going to say something. What? What, what do you mean this whole place the falls city, into the coriander? The ci- all of it? Yes, that's my understanding. From where? From the Oracle. Where else? Oh, did your goddess give you anything? The source of uh, yesterday's occurrence? Uh, yes, the mountains fell into the earth. Right. So that's a symptom? Or the thing that's going to happen to the rest of the mountains? I I have no idea. She doesn't know. Mm. She only told me that we have seven days to clear out the city before it collapses into the earth. And that's all she can give us. Shit. Nomad lies to the west of us. Uh, You're you're thinking an evacuation. Will they be affected? Is it just Oasis? Her only care is for Oasis. Ah, That's that's fair, that's fair. My only care is Mm. for Oasis. Well, what's to be done about it, I guess, is the uh, is the question. And we're probably all wondering, what... That's what do I... for bigger minds than me. I'm not part of the city council or any of that. If we are to leave, I would rather that my family be safe and taken care of and be ready to go before the rest of the city. And maybe that's selfish of me, and I don't care. But that's what I know. When I'm done here, I'm going to go immediately to the council... They're meeting already, of course, and tell them what I know. I am almost certain that they are going to send for help from Winterwald, which is the closest big city that has a wizard school, and ask them for help. They're not going to arrive on time. They just aren't. They're going to waste a day sitting in deliberation that they could spend either solving the problem or evacuating. In my experience, that is what humans do, so you're probably right. So, so we have that's one, where we sit. One week? Seven days, yes. Seven days. Being pro- weak, Corey. <laughs> yes. No, I got it. Uh, the prophecy... Do you happen to have a transcript of the prophecy or perhaps remember it as, you know, you are that person? What exactly is this prophecy? In seven days, the city is going to fall into the earth. That's it. That's it. Oh, man, that's there's really no wiggle room in that one. All right, see, you know, I was kind of hoping for, you know, in the stories that they tell us, it's like, oh, watch out. We get it, Coriander. Lenora pipes in here and says, well, where are we going to go? Our homes are here. We can't just leave. I mean, to be perfectly frank, we can leave and could and maybe should 
I'm more interested in how we can stop this from happening. I, I'm not the, I, I don't see why we can't at least look into it. What's going on? I don't understand. Why is the city going to fall I mean, into the ground? That's and, fine for you, but I have a daughter and a husband to look sure, after. Sure. We have a home. Right. We have a life. I look at Evie. The Oracle gave you no indication of what might be done. Could you speak to her again? I can try. She rarely gives me more than what she gives me. I mean, it's worth a shot, but I think at this point I need to go to the council so they can waste their day talking about frivolous things and then we can evacuate the city. But after I go talk to them, I can certainly go back and I can try to ask again. Usually it's the same message on repeat. Right. But that's the going plan. To leave? We just leave. We just pack up and... That's uh, my theory for what the council is going to decide, uh, yes. Do you have any other thoughts of what we could do? There's 300,000 souls in the city. We have to evacuate. Whether we investigate or not is really beside the point. But I'm sorry. Are we investigating? I I don't know. Is I... You can if you want. Hmm. Believe me, I'm thinking about it. Are you insane? Maybe. It's hard to know. I'm curious. Mother, you're strangely quiet. What's going on? What's your plan? Well, normally I'd I'd be the first one there, but I have 23 children in this orphanage. I, I mean, there are eight of them that are my own children. I I have to get them out of here safely. Don't we know... Do we... We know nothing about how, what's causing it, how we could stop it. It's just going to fall into the earth. You can certainly do some investigating and try to find out, but it just happened yesterday. I have no idea. I simply stopped here first because this is my family and I want you to start packing, mother, and get ready to go because the order is going to come and when it comes, there's going to be panic. That's all. That's my part in it. And what the hell is that man holding? Oh, <laughs> that's my friend Sheridan, and he's holding my son, Stick Boy. Sheridan holds Stick Boy up under the armpits, like, ta-da! Behold, <laughs> my new family. <laughs> no, I don't, but, but I, really, I don't have, I don't have time for this. You really don't have time for this. Yeah, I'm going to go. Good luck. I guess if you find anything, send word, but yeah, I don't have any help to give you. Perhaps we'll hit you up. Lenora and Daisy go to the door to say goodbye to Evie and there's hugs and all that oh, stuff, which hug. she, which Evie weathers with about as much grace as you would, Corey. She doesn't like Evie it. and I are <laughs> weirdly similar, but we, I think we probably hate each other a little bit because we're weirdly oh, yeah. similar. Like, yeah, she's serious no. and like, I'm really serious too, but like in a slightly different way. And so I resent her. Yeah, for She's being... like, will you shut up? And you're like, eh, you're cool and I hate you. <laughs> yeah. Stupid Evie. All right. So you're sitting at the table with Murdoch and Sheridan. I turn to stick boy. <laughs> Sheridan. And I say, um, Sheridan, you're a cleric. He nods. Can Sirius shed any light on what happened yesterday? What's going to apparently happen in seven days? I, I, I mean, I, I just woke up. He's sort of blinking at you owlishly. And Murdoch says, he'll be no good until he's had a cup of coffee. And you? I'm an elf. You, you, you see these? Right. <laughs> she pulls at her ears. She's like, yeah, I'm an elf. Yeah, thanks. I'm, I'm a turtle. I can see that. Are you a wizard or anything? Well, I'm a person. Well, yes. I, I mean, can you do... She's a brat. I apologize in advance. Do you know anything? Do you have anything... Do you have any ideas? The earth hollowed out, and now things are falling into it. It happens. Wait, Does it, it happens? Yeah. I've seen this before. Well, yeah, I mean... Children, the earth goes through natural processes. No, no, I don't want to hear about the birds and the bees. You've heard of caves before, right? Uh, You've been in a cave. So it's just a cave, and it just so happens it's going to it's, suck up it's a called whole a sinkhole. city. Well, a certainly. A whole city? Perhaps your oracle's holding up your city for now. Oh. 
So That's a terrifying thought. From what I know of natural things, I know of sinkholes, but they're usually a, f- a few feet. Sure, water causes erosion, though. And if the water drains away, then what do you mm. have? This is miles we're talking about. The entire water table drained away. Why, why are you implying that there's some sort of supernatural cause? An entire mountain range just fell into the ground. Well, you better sneak out and go have a look. Did you say sneak out and go have a look? Sheridan goes, no. <laughs> like a sleepy, kind of waves his hand at her. Like, <laughs> He doesn't want to. It's, it's too early. It's too early she for Corey too, but... It's never too early for business. This is important. She seems amused. She does yeah. not seem worried. That's freaky. She's a psychopath. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. It's okay. It's fine to be a psychopath. Murdoch, I... Mm? You don't have enough clout, per se, to get us uh, in. I want to go look. Yeah. That's as, I do too. as direct as I can say it. I don't I know that I can look. get us out a gate, nah, and I don't, don't know if I can get this one over the wall, mm-hmm. but we could try. I can deal with that. <laughs> Maybe not in the middle of the morning. Are you, are you two, you're planning to go look? Yeah, we're just going to look. Yeah, we're just going to look. I like this kid. What's your name? Oh, I'm Cory, and it's nice to meet nice you. Nice to meet you, too. Are you the one who who gave my husband the stick boy? He sort of gave himself the stick boy. I introduced them <laughs> and they've that. really hit it off. Yeah, he does that. Yeah. Honestly, I love him. He, husband, you mm, say. Mm-hmm. Oh, he I asked him uh, if he was spoken for and he's he said it was very personal. So I told him more about my stick boy. He seemed to be very comfortable with that. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that you're uh, that you're married. That's wonderful. Thank you. I like him. <laughs> He's like my fourth husband. Yeah, that's a lot. Well, I'm very old, so thank you. It's more than I've got. So we're, you're going to go out and take a look at the sinkhole? No, uh, we're actually going to do that, because now you know we're going to do it, so you're not staying here. Yeah, Torin, I hate to be the bearer of this news, but uh, you're coming with us. Don't look at me like that. It'll be fun. I saw the way you looked at that uh, elf lady, and I know you'd tell her. You'd tell her in like two seconds. If she was like, hey, what are you doing? You'd be like, oh, we're going out the wall. We're going to go see the... (laughs) All I know is that your sister would kill me if I let anything happen to you. So what we're going to do is we're going to go to my friend's house. Your friend's house? I have a friend in the guard. Oh, oh, yes. This is a good idea. We're going to go to her house, mm-hmm. and we're going to see about her taking us through the wall. Hold yes. on. You have friends? Torin's very popular. I, look, it's a joke. You Who's have, little boots? You have a husband. Yeah, he's right there. Clearly, this is a world of miracles. Mm. Oh, shit. No, look at That's my- That's fair <laughs> enough. She says, bazinga. Bazinga. The first utterance ever of the catchphrase, Bazinga. No. You know, I like this catchphrase, Bazinga. Thank you. I came up with it myself. Do you think maybe we could rename our our little troop? No, 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 no. Bazinga bozos? I was thinking of the, the large noise idea. Something like that. I'm not sure. I'm workshopping it. We'll figure it out. Collapsing Star Brigade. Yes, Brigade. Ooh, I like that. It's CSB. The, uh, Thank you. Colossal Clap concept. Oh, three C's in a row. Not terrible. The itty bitty Tor- titty committee. See, here's the thing. Murdoch, you're off the team. Uh, <laughs> Torin, I like your idea. We're going together and goodbye forever, Murdoch. You're, that is an unforgivable uh. <laughs> So I think we sneak out the back. So mom is at the door, yep. right? As yeah. well as Lenora. And while we're having this like secret quick conversation about how we're going to go look. No one else heard this though. No. Just the, us three and, uh, and uh, Daisy Sheridan. had cleared the kids out because you okay. really don't want to tell the kids. Like Evie yep. had come in, told Daisy the news. 
Daisy had waited for you to come downstairs. The kids okay, were all okay. outside playing or something. So in in a sense, like the meeting sort of ended when Evie left. Yeah. And then us three and Sheridan and Stickboy stayed. Yeah. To sort of like debrief and talk to each other about this plan. Yeah. So let me get this straight. We are going to go look at a cave. Right. Massive sinkhole cavern in the earth. Right. Okay. We're going to go talk to Winter, but I need to make a stop first. Uh, I, I mean, we have a can't, bathroom in all house. You didn't. Can't eat. you just give us the address and we'll just meet you there? Like <laughs> that'll work. Yeah. No, let's cool. go with. I want to go with because Lenora is going to want to know where you're going. Yeah. Where do you need to stop, Torin? This is suspicious. Just. Oh, who cares? I care. He's my friend, kind of. Fair enough. I'm gonna go get some coffee into. This one here and uh, get on some winter gear we'll before we... Yeah. 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 Well, I'm going to go to Market Street. I'm coming with In you. In Shop Town. Yeah. Market Street, Shop Town. One, two, three, USA. Market Street. Capital of Byville. Moneyana. Is there an apothecary? Ooh. Yes. So I walk into this apothecary. What do I see? It's about the size of a walk-in closet. Cool. Ooh, a shady one. No. It's nice. It's a small one? Yeah, it's just really oh, small. Okay, cute. Um, it's probably the first one you came across. Mm-hmm. It's called Archie's Apothecary. Archie's standing there. He's a human. He's got a big old handlebar mustache and a bowler hat. Oh, no. I clomp my way in there and I say, Archie, my friend, I need, um, I need something for stress. I mean, if that's what you need, that's in the back, dude. But I can get it for you. It's no problem. I need I need something that will relax me, that'll ease stress. All right, wait, wait, wait. Are you asking for weed? <laughs> what is happening? Yes. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's fine. How much you want? I think for a moment, I put five gold on the counter. Holy shit, don't smoke it all at once, dude. I'm a little worried for your health. Where are you going? Just, I'm a postman. Yeah, I, I know that. <laughs> I just got back from... Uh, fairly long trip. Yeah, and um, then the mountains fall fell Yeah, in. it's a stressful time, Archie. <laughs> oh, all right, that's <laughs> I'm fair. I'm looking to take my mind off of things. All right, all right. <laughs> don't right. you tell me my business, no, Archie. I'm not telling you oh your business. <laughs> you know, I don't even have five gold worth of, worth of that sweet, sweet Mary Jane. That's great. 20 play. I don't have that much. That's great. How much do you have? Like Three and a half. I'll take it. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. You need anything else? Like a healing potion or something? (laughs) You know, the normal stuff you want in an apothecary. Yeah, if I could... uh, You want a first aid kit? I got some. I do. How many you want? Just the one. Oh, great, because I only got two. Here you go. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you kindly. Now, seeing as how I'm making a bulk purchase, could I uh, get a little bit of a discount? I only have the five gold on me, see. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a pretty steep discount. I mean, you could give me back a little bit of that weed. We might be able to talk. Did I get paid for my last run? Yeah, you got paid. Yeah, you got paid. So I have more money than five gold. I have 15 gold. You probably have like over 100. Yeah. If you get paid like once a year, you probably have like plenty of money yeah. so right. we can even just say that you can buy both those things yeah so then i'll, no I'll clear them out of weed i mean i can put it on your credit yeah could you do that yeah put it on your tab i know you're good for it it's no problem i got <laughs> your i got your sheet right here by the way i have never bought weed before uh torin has never bought weed from archie before but i feel like he is a regular at the shop because oh. he has an herbalism kit so he buys stuff to stock that yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um but this is the first time like He's just like, Archie, I know don't, you keep the weed don't, in the bag. Don't let life stress you out too much, friend. It's just a hard time. Sorry about them mountains. Was it you, Archie? What? Did you wreck those mountains? I don't know, did I? Shit, Archie, he's too far gone. He doesn't know. I put it in, wrap it all up, put it in my herbalism kit, strap the uh, the first aid kit on to my belt, and I... Head back. Toward Winter's house? Yeah, I'm heading toward Winter's house. Because we all arranged to meet at Winter's meet house. There, yeah. Sheridan gotcha. helps you, Corey, tie Stick Boy onto your person. Yes. No, I, I think it's very important to establish that we have come up with a way for me to carry Stick Boy on my back. 
and that he will help me with any problems that I ever have in life. That's it. Picking up uh, with winter, you guys want, wanted some info on how to skip on out of the city wall to look at this pit that's yeah. formed. <laughs> a pit. She basically tells you, like, don't get her in trouble by going <laughs> out there, and there's nothing to see. It's a big pit, and there's a blue glow down there. Right. Which are things we already knew? I think so. Well, yeah. If you went outside at night... Blue glow was new, I think. Mm-hmm. Even if we didn't personally see it, it happened last night. Yeah. And so we heard about it. Yeah. Like people have yeah. talked about so it. If it didn't come up at the lunch thing, Archie that's fine. But like let's say told me he definitely about. was like, Oh, is this because Well when you guys were sleeping, like there was definitely a bright blue charge like glow emanating from this pit and a broken line of this light that it extended like dappled sunlight you know, through like a dusty room around the perimeter of the city. Mm-hmm. Probably no taller than like six to 10 feet before it sort of dissipated in the air. It's too deep to see anything down there. It appears that there's water down at the bottom, which is emanating the charge, this like glow, which would follow because you've got this big oracle sitting in the smack dab in the middle of town that can hand this charge out to anybody who asks. But she begs you not to leave because there's literally nothing to see. So essentially the message we get from Winter is don't. Don't. Just don't, like, first Please. of all, they don't want you to. Second of all, I don't want you to. Third of all, it's probably not even a good idea. There's don't nothing do it. to see. Cool. Well, Coriander keeps his thoughts to himself and agrees to not do it. Anything else that you guys want to do today? I don't know. What day of the week is it? Well, do we remember? It, it was, was it Friday. It was Friday. And then Saturday was when... So it's Sunday. So it's Sunday now. So I don't need to go to work. Nope. Okay, that's good. I was worried, like, wait a minute, have I been skipping work? Because <laughs> no. I'm bad at going to work. Uh, so Corey doesn't have to go to work. Corey might check in with Timond and just, like, just do general, like, hey, how's it going with people? But nothing nothing serious. Sure. I don't have anybody I want to talk to uh, or anything. Timond is actually at your house, and he's helping Daisy pack up the kids, get all the stuff in order to mobilize Whatever, however many kids I said, I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> 20 children. 20, 22. I feel comfortable with the idea that it is always a different number. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Above 11. Above 11. <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel like we actually shouldn't establish a canon. It should always just be just like be somewhere between different. 20 and 30. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's more today. 20X. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows how many there right. are? That's what he's up to. So my family is leaving. They're packing up. They've Daisy sort of taken Evie's advice and said, Daisy specifically is like, we're getting out of here. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, that I'm just going to probably go and help Lenora with whatever she needs doing. You packing know, up Daisy's house. The heavy lifting, the, the moving of the boxes, the individual packing of each child into their crate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, she's got a system. Since I haven't yet on air, and also since I haven't in the last couple of days, I'm going to check in with my best friend, whose name is Colby. Colby doesn't have a voice. Yeah. I can give you one if you want. No, that's fine. <laughs> it's probably going to be some variation of that deep and gruff thing that I do when I do men. Well, I'll, I'll explain Colby to the, to the listeners. It, Again, if you have forgotten, since I think I mentioned Colby in the first episode and they haven't been around, but he's sort of like like a real cool guy is the best way I can put it. He's popular, plays football or whatever, fantasy football. He plays fantasy football. He plays fantasy football, but like football in a fantasy world, he plays fantasy football. He's, he's my bud because we understand each other pretty well and we've known each other for a long time. And even though we follow very different paths, we sort of have this like undying connection of we're always going to like hanging out with each other. We're always going to be able to talk to each other or just do nothing with each other. We, We have an understanding and every now and then he'll come with me on hunts and stuff too. But, but basically he's a jock. And I'm not, but we still get along. I ship it. And at least ships it. 
I feel like Corey isn't a jock, but he's definitely that sort of like crunchy outdoor person. Right. That is almost like a jock, mm-hmm. but just with that likes to camp climbing hunt instead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally. So it's not like we're opposed. Right. I'm not a science nerd that doesn't like outside or something. Yeah. That's not a thing in the fantasy world anyway. So a science I don't nerd. They don't have like after school specials or anything here, so <laughs> nobody knows what that means. Yeah, no, wizards wizards don't exist. Yeah. Yeah, I'm basically I'm not a wizard, okay, I'm a ranger. Yeah. It's like, actually it's a really good <laughs> it's a really good way to put it. It's like He's a fighter, and so, yeah. like, you know, I can be his friend because I'm still a ranger, but if I was a wizard, he might think I was a dum-dum. Yep, and you would think he was a dum-dum. <laughs> yeah, for being so dedicated to fighting all the time. What all right, idiot. well, what do you, where, uh, where does your friend live? I just want to go to his house. Okay, uh, where does he live? He probably lives a few blocks away from us. I think we okay. sort of grew up together, and so I think it makes sense that he's fairly close, and that's why we became friends. Okay. Uh, so I'd, I'd say he just lives. Does he a still live with his parents? Does he live? Uh, yeah, since alone? he's since he's my age, he probably still lives with his parents. Yeah, and I go there to just like see if they're evacuating or if they're not evacuating or what his deal is. Because I haven't checked in with him, and since we don't all have cell phones, I haven't been like, you know, I'm not just on Facebook scrolling through seeing what Colby's sure. up to. I actually have to go Colby to people's houses. Colby checked in as safe at right. the cataclysm of Oasis. I, I mean, I know no one died. Right. That would be a big news story if somebody fell into the right. to the hole and died but i don't know what some, his plan is you know some very cute mountain goats died yesterday shit that is a tragedy that is, why didn't you tell us that? <laughs> elise a memorial this service unacceptable Do colby you is presiding over a memorial service <laughs> for, the goats. for the goats who died no he's standing out front people are bustling it's sort of this controlled panic that we've talked about people are packing people are getting supplies people are doing things that people do the day after a horrific prophecy it's not looting or rioting but it is energetic there's adrenaline in the air yeah he's standing next to his front door with his hands on his hips just sort of like people watching taking stock he does wave when he sees you sort of working your way through the crowd is he one of those like, hey, like high hand waves, like I'm right here. Hey, right. I wave back, but I don't, I don't say anything. I just like walk up to him, mm-hmm. and he's in front of his house. Yep. I'm imagining a kind of like colonial porch. Sure. Because I want to lean on the banister of the porch. Yeah, you're so cool. <laughs> I'm so cool. I don't want to look him in the eye because I don't usually look people in the eye when I talk to them. I sort of like stand next to them and look the same direction that they are. All right. And then I have a conversation. <laughs> so I like lean up against a pole. I ask him, so what? what's your plan? I mean, whatever my, my, my parents want to do is my plan. What's your plan? You know, I'm sure my mother would say the same for me. I think she's realized she can't tell me what I'm going to do. Uh, and what is it you're going to do? You know, that's part of the reason I'm here, Colby. It's not that I'm not going to evacuate, but my mind's not quite made up, and I fear... I, uh, you know what? I shouldn't say more. You're gonna go down that pit, aren't I'm you? I'm not gonna go yeah, down that pit. Yeah, you're gonna go down pit. that pit, aren't Kobe, you? Shut, shut, shut up! People are here. They they'll hear you say that, and I've got a reputation. What as a non-pit descender? Now, have you seen how many Facebook friends I have? Facebook, Facebook. Yeah, like three. It's me, your mom, and Lenora. The best three. What I mean is not that I'm that I'm going to go down that pit. I don't mean that. Nobody's listening what to you. What I mean, I, somebody might be, you never know. But what I mean is it, it just is confusing to, to just leave and let a council I don't trust make a decision I won't agree with. And Are you, you really going to drink? arguing about politics with me right now? Do you have anything to drink? I mean, there's water inside. <sighs> Colby, you don't know what I mean. <laughs> At this point, I feel like I just kind of want to, like, I wanted to check in with somebody that was going to have no strings attached, and yeah, yeah. we bullshit for a while, Yeah, and, and then I'm like, all right, man, see you later. He's I'm like, definitely not going down that pit. He's like, all right, well, if you're going to go down in there, uh, be careful and come back, because otherwise I'm going to, I don't know, find your ghost and tether you to some kind of 
stinky creature. I don't know. Just don't die. <laughs> Colby, if I become a ghost, you know I'm going to haunt your ass. <laughs> that sounds great, bud. All right, and be careful. He gives you a hug. I reciprocate a little bit. Come on, give me a real one. Come on. Yeah, totally. He's one of those people that like squeezes yeah, yeah. even though I'm like, mm, Yeah. I don't like I, this. I'm not letting go till you give me a real hug. <laughs> God, I, yeah, he's one of the ones that like picks you up. Yep. Yeah, because he's he's a big boy. He's, he plays yeah. fantasy football. Yeah. Yeah, I play fantasy football. Give me a goddamn <laughs> hug. <laughs> well, I give him a goddamn hug. Wow, those sure were some adventures, huh? Hi, it's me, David. I play Coriander, and I also play this middle part of the podcast this week. I'm here to tell you some stuff. The first stuff is thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this show, for telling us why this show is resonating with you, for sharing it with your friends, for donating on Patreon, all that stuff. Thank you so much. It is very meaningful to hear from you. A way that we can hear from you is iTunes reviews. Obviously, everybody knows how to do that. And if you don't, that's cool. It's not a shame thing. It's just like very pervasive. Most shows ask for iTunes reviews. We are no different. We love to hear what you're liking, what you're not liking. If there is something that you're not liking, we would love to hear about it. If you think it's nasty and you don't want to say it online, email us at thefableforge at gmail.com. Or you can go on Facebook. We have a Facebook and you can leave reviews there like Michael, Caitlin, and Glynis did. They left us some wonderful comments. Those are a good option for people that might not know how to use iTunes or can't use iTunes. Facebook is there. Just give us a star rating and write some words. Your friends might see it. It's easier to share for us. Totally cool. Also, thank you to our newest Patreon donor, Ellie Lockman. She donated at the $5 a month pledge level, which means she gets access to an on-air thank you. That's this. Access to the Fable Forge Discord. Gets to submit a weapon or magical item every month for us to use on the show. And we'll name an NPC after her, which is all pretty rad, especially the naming part. Those will come in in Arc 2 next season. We're going to have a lot of good names for the NPCs. Get excited. If you want to get some of those rewards or you just want to support us in some way, the Patreon is there and it is a fun place. Patreon.com slash The Fable Forge. You can check it out. You can donate something. You can just look. It's all cool. If you can't support us that way, but you want to support us a different way, tell a friend. That's It's that easy. Or just keep listening. Like We really just appreciate what you are doing right now, which is listening to this show and letting it entertain you in some way. I think that's pretty much all I have to say. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at The Fable Forge, Facebook at The Fable Forge. You can email us at TheFableForge at gmail.com. Next episode is going to go up Tuesday, May 7th. Mark it on your calendar. Have a big party. Everybody sits there and listens to it. Nobody talks. If anybody cries, you kick them out because emotion is bad. This is America, and we don't like to feel, and we don't like to love. Have a nice time listening to the rest of this episode, and I will see you later. Also, you know what? I that joke is stupid. Crying is great. I want you to cry. Cry. I think I'm going to after helping Lenora for a while, I'm going to just go for a walk. Find a high point in the city where I can see a parapet. Yes, and look out to where the mountains were, where the mountains still are, uh, off to the sea, and just do some thinking. And then I'm going to take my mailbag, we're going to go to the park, and I'm going to uh, find the stump. This boy and his stolen mail, I tell you what. Twist off the top, and I'm going to clear out the stump. Which it has several years worth of mail. $50,000 fine or five years in jail is what we're talking about here. <laughs> That's in America. This is Oasis. Oh, God damn it. Stealing mail is like totally cool. Yeah. And I, I check to make sure no one's watching. I clear the stump out. I put it all in my bag. And I, I go home. To Lenora's house? Uh, or to Daisy's house?
I'm assuming that everyone is staying at Daisy's house I now. I think so, yeah. Yeah, that seems like the right thing. And and I think after like after I make dinner for myself and kind of hang out, it's very obvious that it would be helpful for me and probably also Torin to help them pack up. Yeah, yeah, Sheridan and Murdoch are also there, and sure. they're helping. And they're helping as well. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's just the rest of the night for me. Like, yeah. we got to work until Daisy wants to go to bed because we got to help them get out of here. Yeah, yeah. got to move them kids on. I want to make a work check. What do I roll? A work check. How good do I work? How good do you help? Yeah, how helpful uh, you am can do I? athletics. How long I last for like sure. the carrying? Yeah, stuff. you can do yeah, athletics. Ath- I'm gonna do athletics. That is an eight for me, right, and I got a thirteen. There's a lot to be done, but there's also a lot of people, and a lot of the children are in that sort of seven to fifteen. Not a lot. But there's enough of them sure. that there. This is a lot of cooks, <laughs> right here. <laughs> yeah, and Daisy's got. You know, you guys were gone, and Daisy has yeah. sort of got everybody set to task. Yeah. So like, you help here and there, and you do mm-hmm. your part. But like, there's not a lot to do. Sure, sure, sure. Really, at but this point, we're there point? to help. We're yeah, there to carry right. the big stuff. Exactly. We're there to, you know, your right. presence has been noted, right. and appreciated. But we weren't like standouts or all stars or no. something, right. no. <laughs> which is probably for the which best. Which is fine. Daisy can lift the heavy stuff. Does Daisy straight up ask me if I'm coming or not? I don't think it's crossed her mind. Okay, that's good. That's for the best because I don't know what I would tell her. Yeah. So no, she's busy. When in crisis, the smaller children become priority right. and the bigger children follow orders. And she knows I can take care of myself. Sure. More than a two-year-old. Yes. She's also got this small baby that needs to be <laughs> breastfed every three hours or so. Tiny demon. Tiny demon. I love that demon. Yeah. Harry. So everyone settles in yeah, for the I would, night. I would say we, you know, we move, we have pizza, we, we help. Yeah. <laughs> and then we all settle in. Yeah. You, where do you go? I mean, like, meadow-wise, I want to talk to Lenora. Right. So maybe I, like... Is this something that Corey is doing on purpose? I think it's more, like, you know how when when you have a gathering or a party or something, and this is kind of that, it's not that, but you know how, like, everybody trickles out and then all of a sudden you find yourself having a one-on-one conversation with somebody outside on a porch? Yeah. And it lasts for three hours? (laughs) Yeah. It's like that. You're both like this smoking just sort cigarettes of like and happened yeah. and it's me and Lenora sitting outside Daisy's house. In this like little garden space. Right. Wall. Like maybe there's like, a picnic table in the yeah. garden and yeah. we sit across from each other talk or like we sit yeah, here we go. This is the iconic thing. <laughs> we both sit with our butts on top of the picnic table yeah. and our feet on the bench. Yeah. Looking out at the blue glow that's like surrounding the city right now. Sure. And sort of like talking every now and then and then not talking a similar rhythm to what Torin and I did sure. yesterday sure sort of sort of chill and probably smoking some cigs yeah we're stressed yeah I think the the question that's on Corey's mind right now is the question of action I think that's what Corey's sure. obsessed with but he doesn't want to come out and say it so he's going to start with what do you think it is I mean it's the charge it's pretty obvious isn't it well I mean, it's blue, and you, you're not wrong that it's uh, its pretty similar to the charge. She nods. But what? The charge has never been this way before. I mean, I guess we don't understand it. We manipulate it. We don't understand it. As with many religious things in this world, this seems destructive. Or at least... I mean, it's terrifying. Is this our... Is it penance? Oh, I don't think so. No, that's I hope your, not. That's pretty... <laughs> I'm reading into it a lot. I think I think we would have been told. <laughs> yes, Evie probably would have. So the, this prophetic deal with Evie, that's pretty... I don't know. It all, it all seems strange to me. It's pretty strange. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree. <laughs> but more than just a, a tornado, a hurricane, a fantasy earthquake, all that. I, I get those I think those that's just things. a regular earthquake. No, they're different. <laughs> Sometimes they have more magic in them. Got it. I just, I can't help but feel like like it's something aggressive. Well, there are caves under the earth, and mm-hmm. things collapse. You know, hmm. the earth changes over time. Sure. It doesn't stay the same. We don't know how long these mountains have been here, or what's happening with the water table under the earth. We, we just don't. Hmm. No one keeps measure of those things. Not here, anyway. But to evacuate... Yeah, I don't know what we're going to do. I mean, don't you 
don't you feel like we could be you, you, me, mother, most of us. We can manipulate the charge. Shouldn't we be trying to help? But don't you think that the Oracle would have told us? If we could do something. Well, maybe they maybe the Oracle doesn't know. I mean it's there's possible. there's things that happen in the world that the wolf that wolf shit <laughs> The Oracle didn't tell any of us about that. That or sure your, happened. Or your new friend Stick Boy. Or Stick Boy, who also has got this little blue thing going on. I'm just saying I feel helpless. Do you feel helpless? I I mean, I have to leave. I have a husband right. and child to look after. Mother has the children. Uh, we can't. There's nothing <laughs> we can do. You don't have those ties. Are you saying you want to go in? You. Everybody's asking me to go in the pit. <laughs> I'm just wondering. <laughs> who else have you been talking to? No one. All right. You know, Colby. Oh, <laughs> right. I'm just wondering. No, I'm thinking about it. You can't. You can't tell... Daisy, you can't well, tell us. Just maybe could cover for you. That's all. Wait, you're you're serious? Don't I look serious? Well, no, you you do. <laughs> you do. I just I I appreciate it. It's not what I expected. I'm no offense. Not just some sort of hard nose. I mean, we haven't been close for some time, especially since father passed. But you know, I'm not. You're not Evie. I'm not a stick in the mud. You're not Evie. I'm not. This stays between us, Lenora. I. I, I don't yes, I got that. I don't begrudge you in any way. I just feel like there's there's something I need to do, and I'm not quite sure what it is. Then you follow that feeling. I think it will be fine. Maybe you're right. I mean, someone's maybe someone's got to do it. Maybe someone else is doing it right now. I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's fine. Let's not talk about this again. Like I said, Mother can't find out. She has to assume I'm just going mother to... Mother is going to find out, <sighs> but it won't be for me. That's fair. She's still our mother. She's not as stupid as she looks, or <laughs> no, you no, like God. to pretend. I know that. <laughs> she'll notice you're missing, and she'll probably come <sighs> after you. But I can buy <sighs> you a day or two, probably. I'll say you went with Colby. Sure. You know what? Either way... That's the plan. Because I'm not, this is all in the last six hours of my life. I've sort of realized that I want to go into that pit. Do you think you can save the city? I want to find out if I can. Our lives are here, you know. This is everything we have. And Nomad will be safe, but it won't be the same. Right. And that's why I think it's ridiculous to do nothing and to say nothing and just leave so i don't know hopefully this c clearly stems from some of your anger with mother over the situation with father but we can go into that later <laughs> it's too late for that yeah. sort of talk all right well come see me before you leave though she gives you a little side hug and she kisses your temple mm -hmm. and she leaves you alone out there on the picnic table picnic yeah, I sigh, and I light another cigarette, and I just keep, like, looking. I, I look like I'm a person that's trying to solve a riddle, and I just keep staring at the riddle. Like, I'm looking at the crack, and I'm just like, what is it? <laughs> crack. I'm looking at that crack. <laughs> Can't take my eyes off that crack. I want that crack! So I'm just staring out at it, kind of squinting sometimes, running my hand over my head. Squint. Like puzzling. boy. Just puzzling. As as Lenora walks out of, there's a door that leads out into that garden that swings inward, which was left open while you two were talking. And as she walks past the door, we come back as an audience to a different camera angle, if you will, <laughs> from the kitchen, looking out into the garden. And Torin is sort of standing behind that door, having overheard that conversation. Yeah. Oh no. I think I saw her leave, but after what I just heard, she doesn't seem like she needs anything from me. Right. She's not she's not upset. She doesn't need consoling. She's fine. Right. And I think I'm gonna go back to my room just slowly and carefully. And I'm going to Do you have a room at Daisy's house? Or do you mean go back to Lenora's? Because we we could say that you have a bed in the big living room of Daisies. Yeah. If that feels more comfy. Actually, the kitchen is probably empty now. So I'll probably just go back in there. 
and I'm going to light a fire. I'm going to just slowly, carefully lower myself down so I don't make any noise. I'm going to pull out a letter from my bag. Oh. And as we look at it, you can see that the address has been stamped undeliverable. And I open it up. It's an older one. It says, the summers here are much warmer than I'm used to, but the crops are growing well. And I think that in a few years time, there will be berries on the bushes that you sent us. The housewarming gift that we were given. The ground is at times hard to work, but it gets a little easier with every stone that I remove. We were sleeping in a tent when we first arrived, and we're still sleeping in a tent, but we're together, mother, and we're warmer because of it. And I know that you may not want to receive this letter, and I know that you weren't happy to see us go, but I will look forward to seeing your cart on the horizon coming to visit us, because this is my home now. Signed, Eddard, Torin reads through it and uh, sends it to the fire. Hmm. He flips through a few more letters. He pulls out one, one that looks a little bit more recent. This one is addressed to Meld, his brother. He says, I don't know where you are, what port you're in, but I hope you're safe. There is a lot that has happened and I'm not entirely sure where where to go or how to proceed. The mountains are falling, and our parents' fortress is crumbling. Please tell me what I should do. I need your advice. What are you referencing when you reference your parents' fortress? It is turtles. When they mate, they build a fort. They build a fortress. Something made of stone with, you know, good strong walls all around, um, and that's one of the reasons that they go traveling is to find and learn new and better ways to make safe places for their children. One of the reasons that Torin's parents settled in Oasis was because of the mountains, uh, because it made a natural fortress. Torin looks at the letter for a little bit and goes to, goes to put it in his bag and then throws it in the fire. And as he watches it start to crisp and curl, he says, I I don't think you could have helped me with this, brother. And I really don't know who could. I wish there was someone who could. And then I go, and I go back to bed. I go to bed. <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs> I go to yeah. bed. I feel like I've thought that thought before going to bed a lot. <laughs> right? I wish there was someone who you could, could help. help. <laughs> All right. Good night. You're awoken by a voice saying your name. And it's not a voice that you've ever heard before. And it's in your right ear out towards the gardens where you came, where you came from when you were hiding. And it's just... Torin. Torin. The house is quiet and dark and cool. It's clearly sometime in the early morning. Yeah. I slide my arms and legs out of my shell and I pick myself up off the ground. Torin. 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 Grab a knife and <laughs> head out to the garden. Standing there is the most beautiful male turtle you have ever seen in your life. And it's clearly not really there. It's sort of sparkly and see-through in the moonlight. It doesn't quite look real. Uh-huh. He smiles as he sees you and he says, Ah, oh, Torin, you finally did it. You finally called for my help. Did I? Did I now? You said... I wish there was someone who could help me with this, and here I am. You can help me. I can help you save this town, save your fortress, if you'd like, but I'll need something in return. I'll do it. Great, that was easy. (laughs) I'm going to need you to go down into that pit, my friend. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to need you to find out what's at the bottom. 
I'm gonna send along with you a familiar. Uh, alright. Who are you? No, my name's Axel. Axel. I'm a fae. I've got considerable power. I don't know what I look like to you right now. I've got to be honest, but it's probably pretty hot. <laughs> Just as long as you think so. I guess that's what... Oh, what I think about it doesn't matter. It's your perception. Yeah, you're, you're attractive, I guess. <laughs> Thank you. You are well-formed. Great. All right. Well, if you're going to go down into that pit, you're going to need to take one of the true holds with you. I see. Why is that? Oh, reasons. All right. It's all to do with the charge. You can't go in there without somebody who knows how to manipulate the charge. I see. Oh, and I've got to tell you, I actually can't lie. So, uh, yeah, take everything I say with a grain of salt, because there are ways around it. Exactly. You're a fae. Mm, correct. You figured that out. You're so quick. All right. Here's your familiar. If you need anything, you just ask him. And he unfolds his hand, and there is a tiny little toad in his hand with uh, big black sparkly eyes. He's pretty cute. He's, he's adorable. And he says, hi, I'm Felix the Battle Toad. Oh, no. Pleasure, Felix. Pleasure. I'm Torin. Yeah, I know. All right, then. Uh, Axel sort of leans forward and gently like plops him onto your shoulder and he sort of settles in to like the where your like skin meets your shell and just kind of you know that thing toads do where they they kind of do what cats do where they put their little feet down in front and then they put their heads down on their feet and uh he's asleep <laughs> the toad loaf he's a toad loaf a tiny little toad loaf all right you got any more questions for me should i be feeling different at all oh honey i don't know Maybe we should shake hands. <laughs> I put out a hand. He shakes it. And you do you feel a shiver of like power go through you? Mm, I'm trying to think of a good way to describe it. You ever had earplugs in and you take your earplugs out and everything is just a little bit like sharper? Yeah. Yeah, it sort of feels like that. Except for like everywhere. Huh. All right. Well, yeah, you've got magic now. So like, be careful. But uh, yeah, this should be fun. Well, the pact is sealed, my friend. Do you have any more questions? I'm about to jet on out of here, so... You got your familiar? You got your new superpowers? Anything else uh, you need from me? If I need you again, do I call you? Oh, just talk to Felix. He knows how to get a hold of me. Look at that little sucker. He's so cute. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. All right. You'll never be alone again. See ya! Great. And he vanishes. Great. Great. And I, I look at Felix, and I sigh, and I go to bed. <laughs>